1: HollywoodTakeover.com slash Jesse. Nowadays, 20 bucks barely gets you a burger and fries or maybe a quarter tank of gas. You know what it will get you though? For just 20 bucks a month, you can get unlimited talk, text, and plenty of 5G data from my sponsor and my cell phone company. It is the Jesse Kelly Show, another hour of the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, you can email the show your love, your hate, your death threats, your Ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday, which is coming soon, man. It's hump day today. Hump day, Chris. What? I like saying that. You ever see that hilarious Geico commercial where the camel... It was hilarious where the camel's walking through making everyone say, I do know comedy. You're stupid. Anyway, it's Wednesday. You can email the show, jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. We still have Trump DeSantis talking. I'm going to get to that in a second. We, we're going to deal with some mental health. We're going to talk about why the communist is willing to do things completely inappropriate. At the worst possible times, you know. Let's deal with the Trump DeSantis thing first. Then we'll deal with Beto, and then we'll deal with the mental mental health. Oh, and Ann Coulter coming up a half hour from now. Trump is on Fox, and well, here's how it went.
0: Looks to me like a split party, Mr. President. No, oh, that's okay if he ran. I mean,
1: I wouldn't. Just, just to clarify, just to clarify, he was asked about Ron DeSantis running. All right, he was asked about Ron DeSantis running, and. Here's something you have to understand. Maybe you're a Trump person. Maybe you're a DeSantis person. It doesn't, it doesn't matter. Trump is going to be asked about DeSantis all the time for a couple reasons. One, a lot of people want DeSantis to run. Two, there's nothing the communists want more then Trump to start throwing bombs at DeSantis and then DeSantis throwing bombs back at Trump. You know, they always gin up that kind of infighting, which I'm fine with. But just understand, this is not the first time Trump's going to be asked about this. Uh, Well, it's not the first and it certainly ain't the last is what I mean. Looks to me like a split party, Mr. President.
0: No, that's okay if he ran. I mean, I wouldn't be concerned with that. That's fine. I don't think he said that, actually, but he may say that. And I understand that. Uh, people are very disappointed in my... But there is a split in the party, isn't it? I don't think there, that would be a problem. There,
1: there is a split between those who want you to go forward and be the, uh, the nominee
0: and those who don't. I mean, it is a split party. Well, I think uh, if you look at the polls, I'm leading by a tremendous amount. I had a 98% approval rating of the Republican Party.
1: Yeah. I, as I've explained before, and I'll explain it again... I think these two men are going to fight. I think Donald Trump and Ron DeSantis are going to fight. And unlike most people, I don't think that's a bad thing. I think it's a very, very good thing. And I think in the end, because in the end, it's about the country, right? It's not about you or me or or this politician or that politician. It's about trying to save this place, right? Well, they're going to fight because type A men fight. There's only one seat. There's only one big boy seat. The last time I looked at the Oval Office, there was one chair behind the Resolute desk. They don't have twins. There's one. They both want it. They both feel like they deserve it. They both, to be frank, have a great case for being the one that deserves it. No question about it. They have to fight and work that out. It's a good thing. Trump, the old lion who has been outstanding for the pride maybe a little long in the tooth, we don't know, but he's going to be challenged by the young lion. You know who wins in the end when they're done fighting? Maybe the old lion has enough left in the tank to beat the young lion. Maybe he doesn't. You know who wins? The pride wins in the end because you end up with the best lion leading the pride. Donald Trump is going to be asked about Ron DeSantis time after time after time after time. We just had that poll we read yesterday where... DeSantis actually beat Trump in some random poll. You don't know whether it was a push poll or not. I'm not saying it was legitimate, but people were going to start polling that. Every time Ron DeSantis is even within sniffing distance, Trump is going to be asked about it. We need to have a big primary fight. I want Pence to get in. Cruz, you name the Republican. I want them all in. Everyone get in and let's have a big old fight. It's healthy for everybody. Now, This was big news today. I had a bunch of other stuff I wanted to do in the first hour, so I didn't get to this right off the bat. But I guess, I mean, maybe you were at work all day just driving home. Maybe this is breaking news, Chris. Chris, look, sometimes journalists have to do what journalists have to do. It's Journalist Jesse. There's just no one better. We love Jesse. He's the best. Jesse, please kiss my baby. Jesse, 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 Jesse. And again, thank you to all the fans who helped us put that little soundbite together. They had a big press conference today in Uvalde, Texas, where that unspeakable shooting took place. And everyone was up there, Governor Abbott, the Lieutenant Governor of Texas, T- Ted Cruz was there. The mayor of Uvalde was there. Everyone was there, and this was not in any way a political press conference. This was a press conference updating everyone on the total deaths and everything that's going on. And, and just it was just one of those updated things. The audio is a little wonky in this. So I wanted to set the stage at one point in time. We were watching it live. Some deranged nut job comes in and starts shouting, interrupting the meeting. And we're all looking around thinking, what What kind of a jerk? And it turns out it's Beto O'Rourke, the Democrat candidate for governor. Now I want you to imagine this right now. I saw last night even into the evening there were parents who were frantically calling and texting their 10-year-old and not able to get a hold of them and fearing the worst this was as of last evening this was still going on we're dealing with parents of 19 children who were gone think about how think about how inhumane it would be to do what Beto O'Rourke did here. And before I play it, I actually, I actually want to bring this scenario up. My neighbor is a Democrat. One of my neighbors is a Democrat. I live in a blood-red area, but he's a Democrat. We get along very well. We get along very well. But if I found out my neighbor, if his son died, was shot in school, I, mean, I, would, probably, I would probably stop the show and just tell Chris to play a best of, and I would, I would run home, and I would, I would go over there just to be with him and just to hug him and see if he needs anything and and just just be with him right that's what you would do that's what you would do with your neighbor with your friend cousin brother that's what you would do that's what normal people do what will they do not my neighbor but what 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 have democrats done for the last 24 48 hours they've run over there and pounded on the door and wait till he opened up and say see i told you about the guns that while parents are suffering and crying He pulls this.
0: Excuse me. Excuse me. (laughs) Excuse me. Sit down. You're out of you're out of oh, line man. and an embarrassment. Hey. Sit, sit down, down and down. don't play don't this stop, stop. next shooting is right now, and you are doing nothing. No, please get, get his ass out of here. This isn't this is a place to talk to this over. This is totally predictable when you Sir, you're out of line. Sir, you are out of line. I'm I'm sir, you are out of line. Please leave this auditorium. This I can't believe you're a sick son of a would come to a deal like this to make a political
1: issue. That guy who's yelling, I should note, that's the mayor of Uvalde. I've talked to people. I know people who know him. He apparently, his guts are ripped out that this happened in his town. His guts are ripped out. He's devastated. It's a very close town. That's him screaming at Beto O'Rourke. I'll let him go for another second or so. That's that. What would it take for you? How lacking in humanity do you have to be to have a press conference with 19 kids dead and you to use it as a political stunt i mean this this was even cbs news of all places
0: my goodness uh, could you make out what was being said by better o'rourke well i did see what happened just before the press conference started i was in the third third row on the aisle rather and there were two people across the aisle from me. And a moment before the press conference started, they got up from their seats when Beto walked in. So they were seat holders for him. And then he sat down. So his presence wasn't really noticed in the 15 or 20 minutes that people were gathering inside because he was not in the room. So this seems something very clearly staged by Beto O'Rourke and his campaign wanting to confront the governor at this moment.
1: He didn't just do it. I mean, it would be bad enough if you did it just impromptu, just got 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 up to do it. He did it and planned it out. Remember the conversation we had after Buffalo about how these people, when the worst things in the world are happening and you're sitting down and your heart is breaking and you're saying prayers and you're sending text messages and your, your heart is breaking, these people, they're sitting down and they're licking their chops like a hungry wolf in front of a lamb at how they can use this to further their sick communist religion. When I tell you these people are anti-humans, believe me, these people are anti-humans. They are not normal. This is sick. All right, enough of Beto, that idiot. Let's actually have a frank talk about mental health. Let's get to some emails. We got Ann Coulter coming up in 15 minutes and, and, and more tonight. Let's talk about, look, let's talk about one thing good tonight, one thing decent tonight. Let's talk about Eden Pure Thunderstorm. I told you the story before how I bought one off of a buddy's recommendation, and when I got it, I'll be frank with you, I thought it was stupid because I pulled it out of the pack, and it was small. I'm used to these tall air purifiers, these big things. It was just this little black box, and I thought, what is this thing? I even called him. I said, what is this thing? It's not going to do anything. Yeah, I plugged it in my room, came back in an hour later. My room's never smelled so clean. It is constantly cleaning your air. No filter to replace, but it's constantly cleaning your air. Your, your house will not only smell better than it's ever smelled, it's taking care of my allergies. I sleep better at night. It kills viruses and mold in the air. I went out and bought two more, and that's why they're selling a three-pack now for my listeners. Go to EdenPureDeals.com and use the code JESSE3. That's Jesse and the number three, and you get a three-pack for $200 off. EdenPureDeals.com, code JESSE3. Miss something? There's a podcast. Get it on demand wherever podcasts are found. The Jesse Kelly Show. It is the Jesse Kelly Show. Remember, remember, if you miss any part of the show, including our Glenn Beck interview, you can download the whole thing on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. On iTunes, leave a five star rating in a review talking about how handsome I am, Chris. Although, I guess the cat's out of the bag on that now that they're going to simulcast the show. <laughs> Dang it, that sucks. Remember, you can sign up to... It starts June 1st. You can sign up to watch me do the show. It costs $100 for a year. Thefirsttv.com slash Jesse. Thefirsttv.com slash Jesse. You can watch me do the show. And I'll tell you, now I'm thinking about all my weird mannerisms and things like that. I do my facial expressions. Chris and Michael have already expressed their concern that I will roll my eyes, I make facial expressions, maybe facial expressions that are not the most correct ones I should be making at the time, maybe even inappropriate hand gestures to Chris, he does that to me, brings up the worst in me, and now all those things things are going to be on camera, and that's a concern. I'll I'll be frank, It's, it's a little bit of a concern. It's a bit of a concern. All right, we got Ann Coulter coming up 10 minutes from now. Ann Coulter. Jesse, I'm so happy that you do not discuss any details of these demonic shooter shooters. I wish they were somehow possible for that sort of information to be forbidden altogether. My view on what is causing this to happen. He said the perfect storm for mass shootings. One, an internet, which allows news to be on every computer in the world within seconds. Two polls, which say becoming famous is more important to young people than anything else. three, Social media uses the internet to make people famous instantly. Four, social media, high rate, high and increasing rates of children being raised with no father at home. Six, our society in general drifting towards secularism. Thank you. He says it's okay to use his name. His name is Randy. Mental health. We've been talking about it more and more recently on the show. Mental health is not a small thing, obviously. Look, it's we have a country with... I don't want to say scores, but there are angry, violent young men in this country and they're killing people. And we don't ever want to do the hard things and look into why and have uncomfortable conversations. We just don't want to do that. It's so much easier to say things you know, that the communist says and things that the right says. And not the things the writers saying is wrong. We know what the communists are doing. We've already gone over that. But on the right right now, you'll hear things like, we need armed guards in schools. And I'm not disagreeing with that. I, I think we should. I think it's insane that members of Congress are, are surrounded by armed guards at all times. And our kids aren't. Our kids matter a lot more than those scumbags. But, but setting that aside, we don't want to deal with why we have a nation of lost, angry violent young people because it's complicated and it's difficult to deal with and you have to have uncomfortable conversations that are offensive so who's better at that than me chris (laughs) everyone knows how delicate i am but in all seriousness let's 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 address it home life why isn't home life the first thing we look into and it's hard to have that conversation about home life for a couple reasons one sounds kind of judgmental doesn't it You look at this guy's home life or that guy's home life and it sounds like you're pointing fingers at parents. And we don't like to point fingers at parents because life's imperfect and parenting is hard and whatnot. But how often do these people have disastrous home lives? Pretty much 100% of the time. Motherhood, fatherhood. It's important that you have both in your life. That's how God made us. You really need a mother and a father. But you say things like that And undoubtedly, listening to the sound of my voice right now, there's someone on their third divorce. I'm not passing any judgment. I get it. Life is messy and hard and ugly, and I totally understand that. And things happen. I I get it. But it's not even arguable. Having a mother and father in the home produces people who aren't mentally ill. It does. Religion. Religion. We never want to talk about that because you know you don't want to be pushing your religion on other people right you don't want to be you' you you're not trying to be somebody's pastor or rabbi in chris's sake but let's talk about this why do countries have religions? they all have them it doesn't matter if we're talking about a tiny tribe in the Australian outback or if we're talking about a gigantic country like America. why do we have religions why 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 do it? well your religion is an anchor for your boat. Every part of society revolves around it. It keeps you grounded. You make your laws based on your religion. It ties you to something. It ties you to something. If you remove that, like we've removed, I mean, church attendance is at an all-time low. We've wiped that out of a country on purpose. Then what happens is people are blown by whichever way the wind blows, whichever way the tide's going, because you remove the anchor of a country. We don't talk enough about drugs. And I don't just mean the devil's lettuce. Actually, I'm not talking about the devil's lettuce at all. We don't talk enough about the fact we throw legal drugs at kids at a very early age. Uh, acting up in school, a little too rambunctious. Hold him down. Let's get call the pharmaceutical companies. Let's, let's get him pumped full of stuff so he's a walking zombie like the little girls. This, these are things that are true. And look, I, I I'm I asked Ann Coulter to come on, and she's coming on in just about five minutes from now. I asked Ann Coulter to come on for a reason because she was talking earlier about mental health institutions. She's been tracking the, the change in the number of these shootings since we started shutting down mental health institutions, and that's part of it too. But again, all those conversations are uncomfortable, aren't they? Because they all sound like you're being judgmental and pointing your fingers at people. Oh, you judge your kids, and you got a divorce, and you got to and it's none of those things. We have to have the hard conversations if we're going to put a society, especially a society of young people, back together again. If we avoid it altogether and the communists try to grab guns and we say no, and we say put armed guards in the schools, which we should do, that's a good thing. I think that should happen. But you still have a mentally ill kid. He just may not be able to shoot up a school. Maybe he'll go do something else that's equally terrible, if there is anything equally terrible. These are uncomfortable conversations to have, but they're ones we have to have. All right. Before we get to Ann Coulter, just know... You can email the show your love, your hate, your death threats, your ask Dr. Jesse questions for Friday. All those are emailed to jesse at jessekellyshow.com, Jesse at jessekellyshow.com. Keep in mind something else. The World Economic Forum is still going on. When I'm done with Anne, we are going to switch gears. I love when people say that, Chris. It makes me what? Well, it makes me remember driving a manual. Anyway, we're going to switch gears. And we're going to dig into what all the world's elites are currently talking about while we're distracted by other things. There's some big stuff in there. That's coming up on the Jesse Kelly Show. I keep hearing that a lot of people are still on the fence about owning gold and silver. Right now, tens of millions of Americans live with everyday pain. Does this sound like you? If this sounds like you, then you know. It not only affects how you feel, it affects everything about your life. Your mood, your sleep, you miss out on activities, your outlook on the future. It affects everything. Well, say hello to Relief Factor, a natural way to fight pain. With four key drug-free, all-natural ingredients, Relief Factor was created by doctors to help support your body's natural response to inflammation. Whether it's neck, back, joint, or muscle pain, Relief Factor can help you feel better. Better yet, Relief Factor is about living better, living the life you want, doing the activities you love. Over 1 million people have tried the Relief Factor Quick Start Kit. Nearly 70% go on to order more. That's staggering. See how Relief Factor can help you with their 3-week starter kit. It's only 19.95 and it comes with Relief Factor's feel better or your money back guarantee. It's time to give it a try. Go to relieffactor.com or call 1-800-4-RELIEF. That's 1-800-4-RELIEF. The Jesse Kelly Show, and you remember how I've been telling you for an hour and a half that we've got Ann Coulter coming up right now? Yeah, well, that was a lie. <laughs> no, I just don't know. I think she's caught in traffic or something. She never called in, so we're gonna keep marching on. Sorry, <laughs> let's get to a couple emails. We're gonna get to the World Economic Forum stuff here in a bit. And let me tell you, you thought the World Economic Forum audio I played for you yesterday was creepy? Whew, it actually got a little bit worse today. And what, what's so wild to me, I played a little bit for Glenn Beck earlier in the first hour of the show. In case you missed it, the whole show's on iHeart, Google, Spotify, and iTunes. But they say this stuff openly on camera. Wild, crazy stuff. And they say it on camera. What in the world do they talk about when the cameras are off? Because remember, when the conference is over, it's not like they're taking off to their own separate places. They're all gathering for drinks and conferences and everything else. All right, someone has a very good question for me. You know how I'm always saying, play offense with the communists. Do things that make you uncomfortable. Because that's what it's going to take to defeat the communists. Doing things that you don't want to do. They uh, have won all these cultural battles because they don't have any value system or morals whatsoever. Their God demands they destroy everything, and so that's what they do. You have a value system, so it holds you back. Guy asked an interesting question by email. He says, dear, wise, handsome Oracle, (laughs) a question popped in my head earlier, and I knew you were the one to ask. I always hear you say play offense. That the commies set the rules and we have to become uncomfortable to fight back. But there's one issue where you back off. He's talking to me. Politicking off warm corpses. Now, I'm not saying it should be done. But are there boundaries we should not cross when dealing with these sick communists? We always play defense and slowly lose ground. And quite honestly, that's what I'm seeing happening with this topic, too, because the commies are barbaric and will never miss an opportunity. So what can we do to counter these attacks? Can we become that uncomfortable? Are are there certain principles we should not lose? Is this a battle we can win? Should we just accept this? He says his name, he says his name is Christian and says only losers call themselves Chris. (laughs) And he says he'd be honored to hear me say his uh, name on the show. He says, uh, by the way, he says, I've been on your side since the day I was born. The snippets of your show I've sent to friends have opened their eyes. Thank you for what you don't back down. All right. Now this is a totally legitimate question and I guess kind of soft criticism of me. I say play offense, I say ignore the rules society puts on you to play offense, but then I say don't politic off the backs of warm bodies. Couple things on this. It's a fair question and a totally fair criticism. However, I would argue this. One. I do believe we have to be committed to fighting communists much 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 more committed than we've been you me all of us we've always wanted to just live our lives right even if we're politically involved and love politics at the end of the day i want to be able to set it aside and i want to go take the family to the pool and i want to you know i want to live life a normal life we do have to get more aggressive and become much more active however we can surrender some of our quote principles to fight the communists Without surrendering all of them. And this is what I mean. I don't say back off in the wake of a mass shooting. I don't say don't politic. Just for any other reason than I think about the parents. And I think about the families. And as offensive as I'm willing to be. And as far as I'm willing to go to fight communists. I still... I pray to God I'll never become the type of person who looks at a dead 10-year-old and thinks, man, I can get some political wins out of that. No matter how depraved and sociopathic I am, and you know I am, we do have to make sure there's a floor on how low we go, right? That's one. Two, I'll argue this because maybe you're saying, yeah, that's not good enough. We got to beat these people. Again, totally fair. Two, I'll say this. Are they winning when they do this stuff? When Beto O'Rourke charges in and begins politicking off of dead bodies, is it actually moving the ball forward? When the president of the United States of America gets up while parents are on the phone finding out if their 10-year-old is dead and he says this, do you think they're winning or losing?
0: As a nation, we have to ask, when
1: in God's name are we going to stand up to the gun lobby
0: when in God's name we do what we all know in our gut needs to be done? What in God's name do you need to solve weapon for except to kill someone? Durant aren't running through the forest with Kevlar vests on for God's sake. It's just sick. And the gun manufacturers have spent two decades aggressively marking assault weapons, which make them the most and largest profit. For God's sake, we have to have the courage to stand up to the industry.
1: Did that move a single person from the wishy-washy portion? You know, forget about you. I'm not worried about you. And forget about the full-blown communists. The, we're, we're set in our ways when it comes to guns. Has all this endless gun grabbing, while wow, the bodies are still warm. Has it moved the ball for them or has it moved the ball for us? I would argue this, they, just like, just like they recently did with the overturning of Roe versus Wade when they came out and just seemed insane, I would argue their insanity is moving the ball forward for us. Remember, a lot of the cultural wins we've been having lately, they're not necessarily because of us. We've helped them along because we're more aggressive. It's because of them. Why did Disney lose $41 billion in value? Corporate, corporate executives fired. But why did all that really happen? I mean, you can say DeSantis and the Florida legislature and the, 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 the kind of, but the real reason it happened was immediately in response to a very benign bill, a bunch of lunatic, sick freak teachers decided to go online and put up TikTok videos of themselves sounding like, well, this. So, I have been... Uh, uh, Before I press play, I'd already played it, but uh, before I play again, tell me, does this move the ball for them, or does this move the ball for us?
0: So, I have been student teaching, which is basically me being in a classroom observing teachers, uh, participating in lessons and whatnot. And every morning, there's these two little kindergarten or preschooler girls. Every morning, walk by them they always ask, "Are you a boy or a girl?" And I don't know how to answer that question to them. Like, you know, I don't want to be like both, and they're gonna be like, "Well, how are you gonna? How are you gonna be both?" And I, and I, I just, I don't know how to address that. You know, I get it all the time from adults. Okay, no problem. I could explain that. But to kids, you know, and then I don't want them to have to go home and ask their parents, or you know, I just, but then I, I, I just, I don't know how to address it. You know, do I talk to the teacher? I t- should i talk to the t- I, like i don't know
1: what won us the culture wars right now with the schools and the sexual filth in schools it wasn't a very benign florida bill saying don't talk to kindergartners about sex it was a bunch of circus freaks taking to the internet proving just how disgusting these people really are what wins us these battles important battles isn't necessarily our position It's exposing the disgusting depravity of the communist. Do you think average Joe, not political guy, maybe a lunch pail guy, hears calls to repeal the Second Amendment in the wake of a shooting, and do you think that makes him more like them? I say our respect for the families during these times helps us And their insanity hurts them. Very fair question, though. All right. It is time to get to the World Economic Forum. It's been a long show, but a lot of stuff to go over. So we're going to talk about that. I'm going to get to a bunch of good emails. All that's still on the Jesse Kelly Show. Now, remember, caring for widows and orphans is something that we have to do all the time, right? Not just in the wake of a mass shooting. Not just when something pops up. That's something we're supposed to do at all times. The reason I love Tunnel to Towers is that's their mission. They pay off mortgages for Gold Star families. Imagine that phone call, daddy's never coming home again. Your husband's never coming home again. What's that feel like? Well, you can't fix that. You can't make that better. There's nothing that heals that, but you can help them along. Make sure they're not financially wiped out, right? Tunnel to Towers, they ask you and they ask me for $11 a month. 11 bucks a month. Just set it up automatic. You'll never know it's gone. 11 bucks a month to help widows and orphans. Go to T, the number 2T.org. T2T.org. The Jesse Kelly Show. On air and online at jessekellyshow.com. It is the Jesse Kelly Show on a Wednesday. I can't believe it's hump day already, Chris. Hump day! I don't know why you shake your head. Stop being such a Debbie Downer. I, you get to you get to come here and work with me every day. So you just need to buck up and
0: Buenos Tardes.
1: And Buenos Tardes. Massive head wound, Jesse. Since we canceled Netflix and Disney Plus over the last couple of years, I could use that money to pay for your overpriced radio stream. <laughs> i'd like to see you react to the cringy phone calls you have to cut short some of them are just awful Says so i can say his name his name is kurt yeah remember that starting june 1st not yet june 1st if you go to the first tv.com slash jesse i mean you can go now but the first com slash jesse it's a hundred bucks for the annual subscription they're going to simulcast the radio show but chris and michael and me we were all talking earlier I'm going to have to be careful when it comes to stuff like that in the phone calls, because I do. I roll my eyes or I'll start snickering or it's it's very, very immature. And I'm used to not having visuals broadcast of me when I'm doing this. And I know, Chris, how long am I going to screw this up before I finally realize that I can't keep doing that? (laughs) Look, no, no, Chris, no, no. It's going to be family friendly. We're never going to make those hand gestures ever. All right. Ever. That reminds me. We need to do something for charity. Remember when we said we were going to shoot you with the hero gun for charity? We need to do that soon. People have been asking me. uh, Someone just asked me again. uh, Hey, my mom isn't comfortable with guns. What's the name of the non-lethal gun I speak for? That's hero gun, man. Hero gun. It's a a non-lethal gun. It shoots pepper balls 100 miles per hour. But again, it's non lethal. When they hit, they explode and it's several times stronger than pepper spray. It has already saved lives. It really is incredible. This thing continues to win awards. It is really cool. It's only about the size of your cell phone, it has a laser sight on it, does not require a concealed carry permit. Go to hero2020.com, all right? Get one. Oh, by the way, this discount code Jesse gets you some money off. Hero2020.com code Jesse. State restrictions may apply. Great Oracle, if guns are the problem, then why don't we focus on rehabilitating guns by letting them, by getting them the mental health treatment they need? We do the same for the Marxists living in a fantasy world just to bring them back to reality. He says, you can mention my name. Look, his name's John. We, We know the gun isn't the problem. Again, we know that. We know that you can, you can look at all the statistics in the world. We went over this at the beginning of the show about how you and me, we need to triage friends and family now. People have been so saturated by false propaganda from every part of our system on every issue, not just guns, that there are so many of us who live in a world entirely of make-believe, not opinion, factually incorrect. I mean, you know that... All those fancy European countries people talk about, that they like to imagine these gentle Europeans sitting around sipping with their pinky out at some outside cafe. All those strict gun law European countries, you know, every one of them have more mass shootings per capita than us, significantly. That the mass shootings in blue areas dwarf the mass shootings that happen in red areas and all the blue areas have gun laws. We know all this, these are facts. And if you're dealing with someone who won't step into the real world when you present them with those facts, well, it's triage time, baby. It's time to prune the tree. I I know that gets uncomfortable, but it's true. Jesse, I'm a huge gun advocate and I've been shooting since I could stand. I probably have 30 firearms in my collection now. With that being said, in the wake of the last two mass shootings, do you think the minimum gun age should be raised? It seems that today's 18-year-olds are nowhere near what an 18-year-old was when I graduated high school. Said I'm a 40-year-old guy like me. He says, I do not have children, but I have three nieces, two of which are 18. Neither of them have a driver's license or have ever had a job. And I'm not saying the parents aren't to blame, but they seem to be much more immature than I was at 18. I'm sure I seemed more immature than my grandfather, who signed up to be a Marine at 18 and fight in World War II. Gosh, what a stud says I can say his name. His name is Dorian. Look, I'm not going to dismiss what you just said. I I, I don't agree with setting a minimum gun age, but I'm not going to disagree with what you just said about the immaturity. Remember, it's funny you brought that up. Glenn Beck was on in the first hour. He brought that up. He talked about his own kids. His son, 18 or almost 18, doesn't want to get a driver's license. And he asked me, and it was true, when did you get your permit? Uh, On the first day I could get my permit. When did you get your license? On the first day, man. And before that, before I could get a, a driver's license, I got a bike. I wanted to be independent. Give me a bicycle. Give me something. I want to go out. I want to live my life. I want to do the things I want to do. Kids today, many of them aren't that. But here's what I don't like. I don't like broad brushing that because when you start out a sentence the way I just the way I just did, great job, Jesse. By, when you start out a sentence saying "kids today." I've always scoffed at that because as you pointed out, every single generation, go back to Moses. See, Chris, you'll even understand this. Go back to Moses. Moses, I guarantee, was saying this next generation, useless, they're lazy, worthless. There are so many outstanding, responsible, ambitious, freedom fighting young people out there today. And imagine, imagine this. Imagine if you're a young person. I know we have a bunch of kids who listen to the show, but if you're a young person today and you've chosen to outrightly reject all the endless lies and filth this culture has put on you, you understand that you're better than me. You're better than all of us, right? Because I grew up in, I mean, I'm only 40. I grew up and life was normal. Life was normal. You grow up and you're surrounded by sick freaks and lies coming at you all the time. If you're a young person and you're still standing firm in truth, in facts, when you're surrounded by this many lies, you are the freedom fighter that's going to save this country. You are. There are young people out there. I mean, young people out there. How many young people listening to the sound of my voice right now have been hunting with their father being comfortable around weapons since they were tiny. I, I, I was rabbit hunting with my dad when I was too young to hold a real gun. I would take one of my toy guns and go fake rabbit hunting with my dad, and he'd be running the beagles out there and stuff like that in Ohio. And then, as oh, I mean, the second he put me through a hunter safety course, I had a high-powered rifle in my hand, and we were out shooting weapons. I used to grab a four ten shotgun when I was, gosh, seven or eight years old, 410 shotgun and a bunch of eggs. If I could, if I could steal eggs in the fridge, and I'd go out and I'd just go walking through the woods, shooting squirrels, shooting eggs, shooting everything I could. I was ready for guns. It, should that apply to me? Should a new law mean that someone with that kind of experience not be able to buy a weapon? It's it's not a stupid question at all. I'm not dogging on you for it, but I think it, I don't think we have the right to say, well, kids today too immature. New law. Plus, like we just pointed out. The blue areas are the worst at this. they have the gun laws. You want to find a way around a gun law, you're going to find a way around a gun law. If just some sick freak who's sick enough to kill a bunch of kids, you'll break a gun law, and it's not that hard. All right, finally, I swear, I'm getting to World Economic Forum stuff now. dot org.